0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the eleventh Big Footy Boys podcast. I know people said it couldn't be done. There were doubters. Uh you know, no nobody wanted to believe that we could ramble on for eleven episodes, but here we are. All
1: right, Joseph
0: Good. And and uh with me as always are my partners in crime, the old Dark Navies.
2: Hey, well, glad I dragged myself in here this week.
0: <laughs> and uh Justin Battler is back. Good evening all. And uh, joining us, as always, our uh, court jester, as it were, uh, devoid of caring.
1: Sound like a downer? No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, I'm the only person who got any sleep today. So. I'm good. I'm good. Excellent. Excellent, guys. We're going to get this straight. uh, Get 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 this uh, started straight away. Um, Your highlights from the weekend, if you had any. um, Try to keep relatively positive, if you can. And, we'll start, and with, we'll start with the old dark piece. What was your highlight oh, ho- was the highlight? Positive
2: highlight. highlight. Positive just... highlight. Okay, uh, uh, I, I lobbied my local member um, to have Friday the 7th of June 2013 <laughs> removed from the calendar. Uh, and I'm pretty confident that they will consider my request seriously. So there were no AFL games played last Friday night. If you to- told your boss he was a massive tosser last Friday before he sacked you, head on in tomorrow and ask for a pay rise. And And if anybody out there had one too many drinks last Friday, made a pass at your wife's best friend and got kicked out of the house, rest assured it didn't happen, climb in through the window tonight, slip into the matrimonial bed and commence some serious spooning. She will respond. Apart from (laughs) that, Aaron Joseph. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've got no Carlton-related highlights. Uh, I I enjoyed immensely the first three quarters of our game against Essendon.
0: Excellent. And uh, just about uh, your highlights from the weekend.
3: I love it when uh, our players develop into genuine A-graders. This week, uh, last Friday, I think Henderson, if there were ever any doubts from anyone out there about him being a genuine A-grader, they are dispelled. I reckon he was close to best on ground for mine. Maybe that's because I wear blue glasses. That's my highlight. No no doubt about it. Good
0: one. Good highlight. And uh, devoid of caring, did you have a highlight from the weekend? I, I do,
1: I do. I, I'm going to go with Aaron Joseph. No, I'm kidding. not Aaron <laughs> Joseph. Um, no, look, I'll I'll go with Jared Wait. Just because no one else has said Wait, I'll I'll say seven goals were. It's pretty magical. Thing
2: it, was, it was special, wasn't it?
1: Pretty special. If yeah. I was, if, 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 if was, in
2: all seriousness, that would be that would be what uh, what tickled my fancy the most.
3: Hmm. That was awesome. And good on him.
0: Yeah. Well, obviously, having stolen my highlight, the word of caring. Um, <laughs> but, it, I mean, it was the obvious highlight. If there was ever a highlight to steal, it was going to be, you know, Jared Waite kicking his personal best score in a game. I just um, couldn't believe
1: anyone didn't say it before me. I thought, oh, okay, as,
0: as In terms of the game, I'd have to say my highlight uh, otherwise was Levi Casbolt.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Um, mm. ten, ten marks, five contested a pity they were all down back so not yet really the key uh forward that we're hoping for to uh to complement uh, Jared Waite. he did kick a goal it was very late in the game and it's crazy. Uh, it was uh, it was off that's a very spin. poor attempted goal from uh, Chris Yaron, but uh, all that aside he put in a very manful effort i don't really agree with people saying he should be centre half back but that's another discussion other than that, if uh, he did play, he did play like centre half back. But uh, unfortunately, he was actually at centre half forward when he was doing that. Um, yeah. And a lot, uh, so a lot easier to
2: run I've run from centre half forward to help out down back than to just be stationed permanently at centre half back. That's,
0: that's very much true. But uh, before I get into that discussion, um, my other highlight for the week, uh, if you've read the forum and uh, you paid attention, I did a big uh, did a big post on Princess Park. Um, and just being able to go back through the history of that for me. Um, you, you I'm, I'm, get,
2: you're going to get pulled up on the Princess Park.
0: <laughs> I said Princess Park, not Princess Park. Okay, Princess. <laughs> um, and just, it, <laughs> princess. But, just, but just being able to go back through the history of all that and actually see what, what could have been if uh, some people had been slightly more visionary and if the uh, uh, ground hadn't been built on a rubbish tip We might have actually had the MCG as it stands now, where Princess Park is today. So, it's uh, a lot of things could have been a lot different if uh, things had gone slightly differently in the fifties, and uh, we might uh, we might have been a lot better off because astoundingly, the MCG wasn't anything was was lesser rated than Princess Park. In the in the early fifties, and it wasn't until the Olympic stands were actually built that the, the MCG took precedence, yeah, as right. as a yeah. And I didn't know that. I've never seen it anywhere. You're looking through Wikipedia articles in the Blue and it's not even mentioned. But if you are... Uh, and I tell you now, if you've never been through the uh, National Library of Australia archives of the Argus, you you and, and you're at all interested in in history of uh, Victoria. Uh, you're missing out because there's a lot of stuff in the Argus I never knew about how the ground was established, how there was big infights between the cricket club and the football club over control of the ground. Mm-hmm. And and this is back in, like, 1907, um, you know, how it was built, how basically they tried to build a temporary stadium where they weren't allowed to, and then they tried to take him to court over it. It was a fascinating thing, and that's that's kind of why I do that that, and I have far too much spare time. But Definitely I don't know Aaron Joseph. <laughs> I don't. I don't She'd write a book, will be. I thought about it, and then I thought, no, I don't have that kind of commitment and all that much material. But that aside, Bamford. Bamford. I'd have to, I'd have to move back to Victoria to do something like that. I, think I couldn't do that from over here. But anyway, um, I guess uh, we'll move into the game review here.
3: Scotland kicks to half forward. Wait works brilliantly to the front of this. That is magnificent. Wait for
2: seven then. To regain the lead, kick is on the way. And it's beautiful. It's,
0: uh, we unfortunately uh, lost. Uh, it was a pretty devastating loss um, in that we only lost by five points. We had the chance to uh, take the lead through Simon White very late in the game. White. Being a Backman, kick like a Backman. I thought it was pretty telling that they brought up his uh, career stats, and he'd only kicked two goals to that point in his entire career. And I think he did both of them in a game last year. So uh, can't really blame White for the loss. I, uh, for uh, Carlton, uh, White, of course, kicked seven goals, a personal best for him. Unfortunately, he was pretty much the only person that kicked goals uh, for us. And but down Had back, like three goal kickers, didn't we? Yes, uh, Betts kicked one, and Garlit kicked one and had one disallowed, I believe. Oh, no, sorry, and Casbolt kicked one. had the one, the yeah, other one. Yeah, and Garlit had one disallowed. Only time mm. they haven't decided to use the goal review this year, and uh, the AFL admitted today that uh, that, well, not today, I admitted on Monday that that decision was actually wrong, that it should have gone to the review. Doesn't help us now, and it didn't cost us the game. That comes down to uh, other people but, um, and other, other, other decisions that were made by the team as a whole. Mm. But, there we are. Uh, we lost, yeah. uh, we lost to, uh, one of our most, uh, hated foes, as it were. And, uh, you know, uh, ODN, how did you see the game? Well,
2: as you can tell from the opening, I'm still in denial. It's still very painful. Um, I don't know how we lost it. Uh, we had no right to lose that game. I felt we were dominant uh, during in general play for longer. Um, we should have been a lot further in front where any sort of comeback was was not possible. Um, but you just had that feeling, you know, when we were missing the easy, easy kicks at goal, um, you know, and um, just making some bad decisions, you know, uh, heading into open space in the forward line and turning it over and, I, I, you just had that feeling that you know we sh- geez, we shouldn't be letting these guys back in you know we know they came back against Frio over there this year we know that they seem to be running games out for whatever reason a lot better um than most this year and um it, it was just it just really sat uneasy with me and and when they started coming back um unlike the Lions where i thought we had the ability to stop because they're not as 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 high quality i i am um, i wasn't surprised when they when they overtook us, um, we, it it shouldn't have happened. Anyway, I, I just want to make a mention on the game. Carlisle got a lot of credit for his early work on weight, um, first few contests, and then Wait, well, he was well beaten by weight and got shifted, and he was talked up as being some superhero on the day just because he had that he had late effect in the game, and um, you know talked about as I, I just don't believe you. You can get thrashed like you like thrashed to an extent that you're shifted off of, of, of somebody like Wait, and then get talked up as being an AA fullback. After that, um, he was he was good, but I just I just thought it was a little bit of overkill. A lot of their players seem to get talked up a bit, while players like Jemison and Henderson don't get the plaudits. So. Um, you know, it's okay. To, it's easy enough to punch the ball, but it's a harder. To, it's harder to beat people one on one and take contestant marks on them and stuff. And he didn't do a lot of that uh, uh, while he was while he was in our four line. Anyway, um, we let Melkshin off the chain, um, <laughs> just like Fairdenham. How do we how do we let these players that are much maligned by at their own clubs by their own supporter base? How do we let them off? The, we let, seem to play them back into form at least one player every time we play. Um, it just seems to be the Carlton thing to do. And look, at the end of the day, we stopped. We stopped to a war, and we turned to water.
0: Yeah, I noticed the Essendon uh, board today has an apology to uh, Melksham thread.
2: Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, there you uh, go. There we yeah. are. Uh, look, uh, uh, Cru- cruiser cruiser and Casbolt were a decent enough combination. Casbolt doesn't do it do it as much uh, with his taps and that may hurt us a little bit at times he's sort of a bit hit and miss as far as when he goes into the ruck there's an argument we do lose a little bit of momentum um, but what he is undeniable what he does around the ground so um, I, I felt we needed one extra tall in the game uh, going into it and I think I said it um, I said it last podcast that we think it should think about bringing another another tall in with it. that be Hampson Warnock, Rowe, whoever um, because of evidence tight and um, uh, twenty four contested marks at twenty hour wave, it was definitely a a game for talls for talls. Yeah, and I think we and I think we probably needing needed another one that could pinch hit somewhere and uh, maybe do what Carlo ended up doing when he went forward.
0: Okay, um, devoid of caring, how did you see the game?
1: Um. Uh, I got I don't know. Come back to me.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thought, the second player. <laughs> just, just about. Like, no, how did you think. see the game up? Yeah,
3: I, I thought the game actually turned in the quarter two when we gave them two quick goals in two minutes. Um, it's at that point where I thought, oh yeah, we've got a league, but these guys they still haven't got the killer instinct. We came out and, you know, did an okay job in the third quarter and, and I thought, yeah, we'll, we'll hold this lead. But I was seeing stuff all over the park that was really pissing me off.
1: Is it, it's just little brain farts that no, seem to happen. I, I actually think it's... Do brain. you reckon it's more?
3: No, I reckon there are certain players in the team that are habitual bludgers. Um, and... Uh, Name them, Jeff. We, we, ra- we, we ran out of legs <laughs> in the fourth quarter, so... I know somebody previously mentioned Essendon are running out the games better than most. Well, it was very obvious in that game, to the extent that we... I don't think... I can't remember winning a clearance in the last 10 or 15 minutes. Mm. And um, I I, I can... I was sort of... That's the top-line wavelength pattern I see. If I want to go into specific incidents, you know... Essendon were not the better team on the day or the night but um, they get the four points. And if they get the four points based on stuff that should not be tolerated, um, that hurts even more. So, yeah. you know, I'll just spend a minute on that, the henderson Yaron scenario, okay? That Henderson, I think if you watch the video replay, it's at least 10 seconds fighting... Um, having to decide whether to um, let the ball through in the first place and even up the scores or take them on and um, uh, keep the point up our sleeve. He takes the brave decision and it takes him about 10 seconds, I don't know, around 10 seconds, during which time not one Carlton player came up to to put in a hip or shoulder or a block. If that was done, that ball would have been cleared and we would have won the game. It's not Henderson's fault. It's not Yaron's fault. It's We had no legs in that last 10 minutes, not even to support a player under emergency conditions. It wasn't like it was a quick break that ended up in that situation. And then to compound it, what really pissed me off was, okay, Yaron doesn't get the mark. I'm sure that he was calling for a longer ball, but whatever. He doesn't get the mark. He loses the mark. Where was the inside cover for the obvious cross-kick? What was everybody doing? What was everybody thinking? Where was the leadership? I reckon Malthouse, that's probably the most disappointing game for Malthouse year to date. And I could tell from his body language that he was very disappointed. And it wasn't about Yaron having the sooks. We should not have lost that game.
0: game I, I was just astounded that players were falling over. Well, a just, lot of them. Like the, Murphy fell over, Lucas fell over.
3: It's like it's just pathetic. Like you can run out four quarters or fuck off.
0: No, I mean they literally hmm. slipped over a lot. Yeah, I, I know. Like they were know wearing it, the wrong boots, or something. That's just
3: a sign of bloody. Just they just don't have that fighting instinct. So too many of the players are weak.
0: Mm. I think um, for me, the biggest thing that cost us the game was we kicked ourselves out of it. Um, Lucas had an open shot at goal. M- McLean missed an open shot at goal. Cruiser missed a snap or two. Like just, there's a couple of things. Like the, uh, there's a Judd fundamental. problem. more than thirty meters. Judd. Yeah, he's gone. I wouldn't. I wouldn't, he, he I wouldn't go that. far. He, he can't.
3: He shouldn't try and kick it from fifty meters
0: out. Well, he's done it. Before, he did it last year against North Melbourne, but no, um. It Yeah. And he did it on the run. In fact, an exact mirror thing that he missed on the weekend, but he kicked the goal last time. I I think there's a team issue with goal kicking. Oh, Uh, definitely. We've missed that many easy shots that it's just... It's a joke.
1: But does this go... I reckon this goes down to the whole mentality thing yet again.
3: It's Look, it's mentality, but there's no doubt. But on the forum, you'll read a lot of posters. Let's bring the forum into it. Who I think quite rightly are saying... Um, they're not getting good...
2: Instruction. Say that again?
3: Instruction. No, no, not instruction. I don't know about that, but they're not getting, you know, good feed, good delivery. I think people use that expression. Yeah,
0: but we're talking about midfielders that are running in getting their own ball and missing easy set shots. Correct. Not, not, not about the feed that they're getting. This is about people missing set shots from six or seven metres out. Oh. Um, like Lucas was on the run, and I, I hate having a go at him because other people have been having a go at his tackling all year, and while that's an issue, it's, it's not so much that it overrides his positive side of things. He does generate a lot of run. He does get a lot of the ball, but his miss on, on Friday night... From about five meters out into an open goal, it's an insult. Was was pathetic in terms of a professional footballer, and McLean did the same thing. He tried to snap it, he missed it, and he was about the same distance out. Yeah, the angle's big, but you don't miss those kind of shots. It's just it it's annoying, and it's it's as a as a football supporter and as a Carlton supporter, you sit there and you just go, how the hell can you guys get paid? 150 to 200 grand a year and not know how to kick a goddamn football. It is the most frustrating thing about watching Carlton at the moment for me. It is not the fact that, you know, our guys aren't sticking tackles. That's annoying but can be fixed. It's the fact that our guys cannot kick for goal to save themselves.
2: But they can do it around the ground, Wookie.
0: For every 10 Mm. goals we kick, we kick at least 15 points. What the hell is going on there?
2: Uh, they can spot each other up around the ground. So when they get when they get in front of goal, when there's something on the line, uh, uh, are they crapping their decks? I mean, is that what's happening? Is it pretty fragile?
1: There is something there. There is something there. That They are slight brain farts at, at very, very uh, all beating moments around or we the need bush. them to stand up.
3: They're all beating around the bush. You know why they can't execute? Because there's a lot of weak players at Carlton, Gentlemen. You don't like hearing it, it's a fact. Weak. I, mean, I weak, I don't mean physically weak, I mean
1: mentally. You mean mentally weak, yeah.
2: That's well, well that's... I have a mental fragility there. Um, I believe that mental fragility costs him his job, okay? Because, because the, the 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 wanted that wanted results and didn't like the inconsistency of last year. Um, I, I that that inconsistency didn't come from the coach. It came from it came from exactly what we're seeing this year and inability to finish off matches, and inability to kick the goals that matter. And that's got to come down to that's got to come down to strength between the ears, and it's got to come down to leadership. And 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 um, we we have some players who I consider um, tough as nails and and could become good leaders. But I tell you what, you only need to have a have a uh maybe a 10 20 drop off somewhere and your team have a few weak links and you're only as good as your weakest link
0: this is the carlton news for wednesday june the 12th 2013 And Mick Malthouse will coach his 850th game and Chris Judd will play his 250th game against the Hawks this weekend. Mick Malthouse says that Chris Yaron has learned from his behaviour against Essendon and said he apologised after being criticised for poor body language in the final quarter against Essendon. Carlton expects Ruckman Robert Warnock to be available for selection after suffering a knock to the knee while Andrew Carrazzo must pass a fitness test after missing a month of football with a calf strain. Sadly for Patrick McCarthy, a recurrent stress injury in his foot will place him out for another eight weeks. Jared Waite is easily this week's Big Footy Blues Player of the Year nomination after his career best seven goal haul against Essendon. Jared Kashia is the board's nomination for best new blue after his shutdown role on Job Watson. The AFL has admitted the decision not to review Jeff Garlett's controversial disallowed goal was in error. Congratulations to Zach Tui, who this week signed a new three-year deal, keeping him at Carlton until the end of 2016. The boys also expect restricted free agent Eddie Betts to resign shortly. Finally, this weekend, Carlton players will wear black armbands to honour the memory of former Carlton player Harvey Dunn Jr. Mr Dunn passed away earlier this week and was the first player ever drafted under the father-son rule, uh, debuting against Collingwood in 1951. Mr Dunn's father... Also, Mr Dunn played 71 games in the Navy Blue and was in 1924. And this has been the Carlton News.
2: <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, can I just say, I just got an email from Mr Carlton, uh, suing Doc for liberal use of the word, words Aaron <laughs> Joseph.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, we've got a big game this Friday night. It's one of our bogey teams. Uh... And that would be, of course, Hawthorne. We haven't beaten them for some time. How are we are uh, seeing the Hawthorne game on uh, Friday night? Uh, uh, devoid of caring. I'm seeing Aaron Joseph. Are you now? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> also, just, just on Aaron Joseph, <laughs> I am delighted to see that Malthouse is not going back to the old fallback players to fill the gaps when we have problems, well, like he's not going back mm. to uh, Aaron Joseph all the time. All the time, no. But... You know he he has been there, but he's mm. not. You know there were always the players we call back: Marcus if, Davies, if, Aaron if Joseph. Bring,
1: if you bring Aaron Joseph in, who who does he take out? Well, that's that's kind
0: of it was issue. always it was always kind of him and Armfield that were all battling for position in that in that whole defensive tagging role, mm. but. Uh, Armfield is way past wherever uh, Aaron Joseph was last year way past anyway um how how do you see the game uh this weekend uh Odeon
2: um, <clears throat> Hawthorne love a contest um they won't they won't balk when the pressures on i um I think I look at I look at it on paper and uh, whether I've got navy blue glasses on or not, I see us as being fairly, um, <clears throat> having just as many guns and um, just as many options as the Hawks uh, in different areas. Um, but we have we don't have the steel that they have. Um, and I see a lot of their lesser lights that could come into the side and they just seem to switch on from the word go. Um, and... Um, yeah, look, their development seems ahead of us in, in a lot of ways. Um, they're very, they're very solid in the midfield. Um, you know, the likes of Lewis and Sewell and Hodge um, getting pushed through there. You know, the extra outside class um, players like Burgoyne, virtual, uh, and virtual, yeah, down, yeah, um, which uh, you know he'll probably be. In fence but, um, uh, Mitchell, uh, Mitchell, sorry. um rotates uh, through there a bit, though, doesn't
1: he? You're about
2: Mitch, Mitch, Mitchell. Oh, Mitchell. Ah, Birch. Hmm. uh Mitchell. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, I, I, oh God. I'm trying to. Find, I'm trying to come up with a way where we can win. But um, quite frankly, what have we lost nine in a row against these guys? Yeah. The nine. Is it 9 um, we, We've I've lost some, lost in, I think since yeah, 2004.
0: We, I think we've yeah, lost it every game.
2: Look, and you know, there, there was one year there. They started ridiculously, lost six the first six games, or the one from eight or something like that. And then they played us, and we played them back into form. and They beat us by about nine goals, and um, and. Um,
3: I remember that game.
2: Yeah, it's like they, they beat up on us so badly, and yeah. um, I think that might be one of the games where uh, Big Satan played on in the goal square and totally mucked one yeah. up as well. Um, and we've got him covered in the ruck. No. Hale and Grimley versus um, whatever combination we choose. I'm not sure who we're gonna I'm not sure whether Warnock will come back in or whether we want that mobility or whether we think well that's a strength for us so we'll try and take advantage in the in the ruck just because we're scared of their midfield. I don't know. That might be something that they'll look at. Uh, I wouldn't like to see Casbolt dropped, and I don't, I don't really want to see uh, Cruiser not be in the middle of the ground because he's been fantastic the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, what have they got? Lake, Lake down there to take on, uh, no doubt, take on um, Jared White, um, and um, we've got Henderson. Uh, probably Henderson to, to be uh, following Franklin around, except when he's playing really close out of the goal square, in which case they'll switch over and Jamo will take him. But um, actually, I'm really full of positives, aren't I? Um, I uh,
0: just just I look um, at... before you go on, uh, interestingly enough, uh, since 2008, there seems to be a pattern to how much they beat us by. Uh, in 2008, it was 70-odd points. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, in 2008, it was 70 points. In 2009, it was only 4 points. In 2010, it was 50 points. In 2011, it was 12 points. And in 2012, it was 50 I'm points. Again. So we go from this... We go from this flogging to a small margin, and this year we're due for a small margin.
2: Oh, so, so a small margin against the top, uh, a genuine top eight club?
0: It's a small margin year. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how I'm viewing it. It's not one one we
2: generally come out in front of, is it, That's, the, that's
0: the positive for you. It's the small yeah. margin year this year. Look,
2: we, 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 look if, we play, if we play how we did, uh, for what game we were that no week
0: You're breaking up, Dan. Yeah, you're, you're, you're breaking up pretty badly, Odeon. OK, I can't... Uh,
2: I don't know
0: what's going on there. Mm. Um, I might just get some feedback from uh, uh, yep. just a battler on this. Yep. Um, what's your, what are your thoughts on the on the game against Hawthorne?
3: Huh? I think I've always thought for the years now that Hawthorne are the benchmark team in the competition. Um, if they come out with a decent, decent... And they play a decent game, if you can beat them, then, then you're a contender. And they're, they're a ruthless team. They actually like winning. And um, they play very much as a team. Uh, and they love the opportunity to go in hard. You know, they're, they're, they're a very honest team. They got some superstars. So that's always been a benchmark. Personally, I think we're years away from that benchmark, at least one or two years. Um, yes, we match them in a lot of places around the ground, but if every one of our players played their best game and every one of their players played their best game, I reckon they win. Um, purely because, uh, as you've been saying at the end, we really three talls in the forward fifty is a must under a Malthouse type of game plan, and three really good backs, talls are a must under The same game plan. I reckon we're one or two, we're one tall in the back and one tall in the front, short of a structure that can actually contend against a really good side like Hawthorne. I, I'm not as concerned about playing Sydney as I am about Hawthorne.
1: Mm. So,
3: if we get in, if we only lose by a goal or two, that would be a great result.
0: Okay, it's starting to be depressing, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's it, it's very depressing
0: Just uh, historically uh, We've played 159 games against Hawthorne We've won 102 and lost 57 um, And in the last couple of years We're 0-5 and five against them, obviously um, What do we think the margins are going to be on this game, guys? How much are we going to lose by?
2: <laughs> Can't tip a loss, mate Well, let me tell you
0: something I'm tipping a win that's all right. Not, not
2: Well, you know, if we've made a of stuff, then we'll come out and we will win. I am tipping a win. And you want I'll to say why we're going to
0: win, Wookiee? I'm tipping a yeah, win.
2: Yeah, how are we going to win? Let's, let's, what, what's going to win it for us? We're
0: going we're gonna to win because I don't think our midfield is going to put on a, a performance like it did this weekend. Our midfield is lifting. Murphy had a great game on the weekend. Judd had a good game. I mean, even if he did miss a shot of goal, he still had a good game. If you watch the replay, he's in. He's doing stuff. He's getting the ball out. Murphy had a good game. Kashia is coming along in leaps and uh, in leaps uh, and bounds.
2: He's fantastic. Kachi is fantastic.
0: There, there, there are. There, we have the team to do this if our forwards can deliver. I
1: think you, we, you can give Gibbs some credit there for
0: Gibbs had a fantastic game in the second half. His last quarter work was yep. was, was pretty damn awesome. Wait. Very good in,
2: in traffic, in close, the clearances. It was At uh, the stoppages, he was very good, wasn't he? So, then the last quarter.
0: Waite is an unbelievably good target that is only going to get better if he can get constant games into him. If he can stay fit, anything is possible up forward for us. You've got Casbolt Now, if he can do the same things up forward that he was doing down back last week, that's great. But if he can't, then we've got to get someone who can. Now, if that means Henderson's going to go forward and Casbolt plays centre-half back, I think we're in trouble. Yeah, we don't, are. Well, no, Laidler or Dugan come in. Laidler, won't, Laidler is not as good a defender as Henderson is. People that want to sacrifice Henderson to go forward and put Watson in or Laidler in or Digan in are misunderstanding just how important a solid back six is. No, I agree with
3: you, mate. I'm just saying yeah. I'm, don't I'm have just,
0: i don't I saw that present. Someone was saying that we should send Henderson forward and drop uh, Laidler oh, back. I, rec- I think imagine. it was a, yep. You're nuts. We built our last premiership on a, on a solid back six that later we put, we, we and then we finish the team off later by putting Earl Sporting forward. But we had that back six settled first.
2: Uh, Henderson Henderson is a modern-day Silvani. Yeah. And I don't mean in terms of quality. I'm not going to make any big calls on that. But as far as a swing man where if the game needs, we need an injection of something up forward, and you're gonna going, to, you're going to roll a dice. You can throw Henderson forward and he looks like he's gonna be able to do the job. Um have not been stuck up there all day with the defender leaning on him. It, Just Hendo,
0: yeah. sorry, Keon. You know no, right, who I'd
1: mean,
0: You know who I'd like to I see mean, at St. He, Arford?
1: Yeah.
0: I'd like to see Jammo giving a crack at centre Arford. forward. Jammo we've played him up
2: forward, we've played him up forward a couple of games. We've, uh, we played uh, him
0: yeah, up forward against Hawthorne and I think he kicked three or something. But Look,
1: I think those two, those two are just dead set freaks. I mean, it doesn't matter. Look, Jamo. You know how many times have we seen him, you know hurt his shoulders or something for the whole game? And he he never, just stays out there and he the just keeps never, on playing. He never panics. Garbage. Never he, he ever panics. Never panics. He's, he's, panics. Always and yeah, and he's always calm.
0: Yeah, he's always in control. It. And he then all, you got
1: Hendo on the other end. That Saint Kilda game, he got destroyed down back.
0: Yeah, but. Well, by the same he token, got, he he's got beaten. he's destroyed Rewald at other times. Yeah, Henderson. of course he has. Of course he has. I
1: wasn't I wasn't suggesting that he, he always gets his arse key, but I mean he went from being destroyed in that game to going up forward and then booting three goals himself.
0: I, I, yeah. I it makes you wonder if perhaps Waite and Henderson can be interchanged at points or is Wade's position set in concrete because of what? his uh because of his uh, injuries. Mm. Because they haven't they have not sent him
3: Right. Think about it this way, though, right? Um, if you, you go and analyse all the videotapes um, in terms of how we structure up in the forward 50 and how defences structure up against us, in that first quarter, just to make it uh, near everybody's minds, Wade did. Uh, Wake couldn't um, get a up because he was being triple teamed.
0: Yeah. Remember yeah.
3: that the first part of the first quarter?
0: Yep, yeah. yep, yep.
3: Now, that happens to us week in, week out. And, oh, it does. And you know why? Yes, you can say a simple thing like we miss we miss a lot of kicks, right? But here, here's the facts. It's the kicks that we can't make that is hurting us. Yeah. And by that I mean this. Seriously, we do not have a set shot kicker who you can say is better than a 50-50 chance, let alone being a 65-35 chance, to kick a goal from 40 or 50 metres, mm. let alone 55. Yeah. Now, I want you to think about that for a minute and what that means. That means the effective forward part of our ground for us, given our abilities in kicking, is really 30 metres out from goal. Yeah. That's. There's no wonder why we don't take a lot, why we aren't gifted so many marks in the pockets.
2: We're easy to defend against
3: getting a ball 40 metres out on a mark. Mm. And yep. that is that is a telling statistic. I've looked at every one of our games this year from that perspective. And yes, Gibbs has kicked one, maybe two on the run. Well, he's somebody who can kick. Two, he's kicked one, maybe two. But we don't have five or six players that can do it. And most teams do.
0: Yeah, weight oh. doesn't kick from outside and 50 that, that ever. And that means
3: all our attack is compressed... In a in a relatively smaller area, right? That's dev- that makes it devastatingly easy to defend against us.
0: That's why I was always laughing when H- Hamson would take shots from outside fifty, not yeah. because he's the only player that would do it either, but yeah. uh, you know because he how, was. How, yeah.
2: how would we go with Tui? Um, I'm throwing well, Tui up into half forward, high half forward, something like that. I'm not. Um, here's
0: I'm, the thing, right?
3: I reckon that that's a core skill missing from too many of our midfielders. Yeah. Because that's where midfielders generally get goals. It's from 40 or 50 metres out.
0: Murphy does mm. do that, though.
3: Murphy does occasionally, okay? But <coughs> Robo can't do that anymore. Um, oh. Karcher, I don't think, is a good kicker. Well, maybe he's okay set shot, but he's not a running kick. McLean can't kick 50 metres out. No way. And, not, and I reckon he's one of our better players at the moment by a long way. Um, you know, there aren't enough guys that can do it. Cruiser used to be a great kick. He can't even kick him for 20 metres out now. It's
2: dropped mm. off, yeah. And then
3: now think about what's happened to our structure. The guy that used to fill that gap was Walker.
2: Yeah. Mm.
3: Now, we yeah, haven't we needed- had a Walker who effectively played as a second tall. Yeah. We, we need are seeing a second tall if for no other reason than to suck some of that, def- that can actually kick from 40, to suck some of that defence away from 20 metres from goal. All right, All quick, our, quick, most quick, half quick our up. goals are running, kicking goals.
0: Quick from one, because Wookie's
2: going to wrap this up because he's got to go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, quick one, is, will Carazzo come back and or should he play VFL?
0: Carazzo should go back to the VFL. Okay. Marikin, there's Two. no way he can be match fit. If he's had a calf injury for the last month, there is no <laughs> way he can be match fit. Board talk, ODN. I've got no idea who... Do we have, do we have <laughs> anything from the boards this week? Is the Sean Hampson thread living on?
2: Uh, the the Sean Hampson thread, no, it's died off. Um, and the, the, well, the, the main we've... couple of defenders on Sean Hampson have they've probably been a bit quiet this week since... Um, I'll give it a bump. Hanson didn't get in the best of the <laughs> VFL again.
0: That's true.
2: He uh, wasn't even mentioned. Our so, uh, only saving grace is that Warnock hasn't been playing, so nothing to compare it to. Oh, so, I think we've uh, all
0: moved on yeah. to picking on Yaron and Lucas this week, haven't we?
2: Yeah, yeah. We've had a lot of uh, there's been a lot of angst, obviously, uh, in, in regards to the Essendon thread, which is uh, the Essendon game, and those uh, Essendon threads have continued on throughout the week. And um, there's still plenty of uh, plenty of heat around, and plenty of
0: plenty of angst.
2: We need uh, we need a win on Friday night to make it go away.
0: Man, you're breaking up. Anyway, oh, guys, gosh. if you ha- if uh, just before we go, if you haven't got your membership yet, uh, time is running out for them to be counted in this year's uh, membership totals. Yeah, um, come on, on people. You know, so if you our... haven't got your membership, um, you have still got your chance to get your blockbuster memberships. I think. Uh, so go to imcarlton.com.au and uh, get your Blues membership as soon as you can um, as we march on towards 50,000. guys, I'm going to have to say goodnight here. I um, And uh, so I'll say goodnight to ODN. Goodnight. And I'll say goodnight to devoid of caring. Goodnight, people. And thank you once again for coming on Just a battle Your input, as always, has been valued.
3: Thank you
0: again. Good night, everybody. Notice I didn't say that to anyone else either. No, I did not oh, I, I, I take know, everyone mate, else for, isn't isn't valued. Taking everyone else My for granted. I that's what, what I. <laughs> Aaron Joseph. Bye, All right, bye. guys. Thank you very much. Um, and we'll see you on the forums.
1: See you, Aaron Joseph.